We are in the age of anxiety. Politics, pandemic, inflation, violence, and war. Isn't it just too much? It doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. Here we'll learn how the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped millions of people cope with stress and depression, and how TM can help you to end anxiety. Welcome to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. So has COVID got you freaked out? What if you had to deal with it every day from the time it first started? Talk about stress. Today we talk with Dr. Sean McVeigh, lung physician, chief of staff at Wayne Memorial Hospital in Honesdale, Pennsylvania. Um, so Dr. McVeigh, you're a healer. And uh, during COVID, it's been a global pandemic. So how do you keep from burning out? A great question. Um, <laughs> you know, I, it's this, um, it, you know, sometimes when we look back, it's hard to believe that it's only been two and a half years. Um, wow. You know, sometimes it, it feels like it's been almost a lifetime. Um, wow. You know, I think when it when it first started, we were all energized with this um, getting everything right or as right as we could. Um, but like we say, it's, you know, most of these things aren't a sprint, it's a marathon. And, and we really had to learn to um, take this in, 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 in stride and really pace ourselves. I think a lot of what we saw early in the pandemic was, was the burnout just from, you know, wow. putting in that, that strong effort and, and, and not taking the breaks and listening to our bodies. Um, but and in the, the early time, there was there were a lot of deaths, a lot of casualties. Right. Correct. Which, on yep, patients and with providers, just is because we didn't know what what we were dealing with and how to how to protect ourselves. Um, it's like from being it. so a, there's a it's like being a, a soldier of, in wartime. You right. <laughs> a lot of a lot of stress and a lot of uncertainty. Um, you know, the, those first several uh, months uh, into that, and I think. Wow. Adrenaline and got me through that first part, but it was when we started to hit that plateau. That's when you know I, I recognized that burnout was going to become an issue, um, and uh, it was interesting timing, um, you know, with this program um, for uh, transcendental meditation coming in, almost, as I say, into our lap, um, you yeah. know, through the David Lynch yeah. Foundation, and yeah. um, it, it couldn't have come at a better time. Um, you know, for myself and I know for, for, for my colleagues that have also, um, partaken in it, I've heard nothing but positive, uh, things from it. So you were basically um, hitting the wall is what you're telling us, right? It was, like <laughs> I think I'd been, I think I'd been hitting that wall for some time, like a video game where you're just walking <laughs> and not moving. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. You don't know how, how low the candle is until you recharge and take a step back and and uh boy it probably took me a good month or two um to get myself recharged um and after you after uh, you, know, you learned the tm you right the TM. And, and, and beautiful exactly and and, that, and as i said i think that the transcendental meditation really um was the real catalyst um, um to that and the nice thing is is 
it has sustainability. So it wasn't something that just got me through one rut. It's kind of maintained me at a higher level of um, performance without the detriment to my um, physical and mental health. Wow, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful testimonial right there, you know, and that was one of the things that I, I wanted to ask you because you got dramatic effects at the beginning and I wanted to know if they sustained because that's part of our message is that mm -hmm. listen, start this and it just accrues and it accrues and it accrues. You get healthier, younger, stronger. And, right. uh, and, and what you said about performance because we also target business people. And you, mm -hmm. and you found that your performance uh, also increased. Do you have any examples? Uh, this makes it more real for people of where you realize, hey, I'm performing. I mean, you were, you were a top performer. You were chief of staff, you know, but, right. but we can all get better. You know, it. Um, I can tell you that I rely a lot less on this now. Um, okay. It seemed like I had to put my entire life and schedule into a into an alternate device just to keep me on task um uh -huh. because uh -huh. i think my brain was just so overwhelmed um wow. and now i don't even need it as an alarm to wake up i just wake up like i would and wow. i think i think what transcendental meditation a, a good example of that is is that less reliance on caffeine, less reliance on detailed lists, less reliance on um, things to like just being on the phone and vegging out to just decompress. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. just different things like, you know, if we've talked a couple of um, times where I said I, I've, I've been reading more and I'm reading even more now. It's And you would think that you just don't have the time for that. Um, but you do, and you have the energy for it. And it, it's nice because it, when we first met, I was working, going home, eating, sleeping, waking up, repeat, and there was no room for anything else. But now it seems like, um, I have more free time now than, than I thought I could, uh, you know, you know imagine. And, and, and my schedule hasn't changed. Um, that's you know, and I think point. a lot of. No, it's and a I think the biggest, point. go ahead. Well, the biggest thing I always hear from my colleagues, at least, is is I, I don't have time for one more thing in my life. And how am I going to add transcendental meditation into my life? That's another commitment that I I don't have time for. And I always fall back to that, saying, "Well, you'll be surprised how much time it opens up for you. Things slow down." for me at least in transcendental meditation, not just during the time I'm meditating, but the day itself, things just, it's a different, it's just a different way of expressing. It's hard to express these things. So I don't think our, our vocabulary has words for these, these no, but things. It's, it's um, a beautiful it, thing. It's a beautiful thing because what, and this is something, you know, if we could just dispel this thinking that people have that, well, I wouldn't have time. How could I do another 20 minutes? And what you're saying is that in effect, it manufactures time, you know? Absolutely. And and the second Quality thing, time. And that was what I was going to say, you know, is that that time that we get, as well as the time when we're working, is quality, much the, the quality of it goes up. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and, and that's a beautiful thing. So, and every doctor wants to serve his patients the absolute best that he can. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the more that we meditate, you know, I, I threw in a question that's just a zinger, but I'm going to mention <laughs> it anyway, because one, um, one doc who knew TM said it's medical malpractice to know what this is and not prescribe it. Uh, does it how, how does that strike you? Is that too extreme? Well, it, you know, the, the terminology always brings, you know, ill feelings. Yeah, that's us, a good but, point. That's a good point. But, um, but I think, you know, uh, as at least for me as a healer, and, I'm, I'm, and thank you for introducing me in that way, um, you know, we're looking for things to, to improve the quality of our patients' lives. Um, and, uh, you know, I kind of end every patient encounter with, are we exercising? Are we doing the body, mind, spiritual things that make living, living? Um, you know, are we putting attention to eating the right foods, getting the right amount of sleep, doing healthy activities. And I think TM fits squarely in that advice. And, um, and I recommend it to patients, but it's like anything I tell patients it's a, they're, I'm contradicting myself slightly, but I'm not, you know, it's not that there's a time commitment, but there is a commitment. You can't expect to run a marathon if you don't put the time in to train for it. And it's, I think it's the same with TM. It's, you, you know, initially you get things in snippets, but where I'm at today, I could not have gotten to it without putting in the time, the 20 minutes, regular, regular, yeah. regular reflection, regular schedule, building that in. Um, it builds that muscle memory and then you can enjoy these components of it. But if you're expecting some miraculous revelation and the skies open and, you know, beings come down, <laughs> that doesn't happen in the first session. Um, <laughs> Sometimes you know, it does, but that's another it, topic. <laughs> right. But I think it's, it, it, you know what it, it, it and we, and I was saying this off, off um, video. Um, it's something that I've, realized has been inside me this whole time, but I didn't mm -hmm. know it was there or how to um, get to it. And, you know, um, I believe that, you know, our bodies are very resource driven and we don't keep things around evolution wise, unless there's a purpose for it. Mm -hmm. um, and just because we've lost this attachment to ourselves and becoming this, this data driven, busy and external type of, of uh, society doesn't mean it's any less important. Um, you know, and I think I've learned many things that I can't express into words, um, about myself that, um, has impacted me as a person in interaction with others but again Beautiful. words can't explain any of this and and, no, and i'm probably not a good person to sell the sell the program but it's to say are. that it it leaves you speechless um to the benefits of it uh, i think that's that's really my 
my point when I have with people is I said, it's an experience for you to learn and to do yourself. It's not something that what I get out of it and it's any way, shape or form what you should even get out of it because it's, it's a personal, it's such a, it's such a personal level um, that you have to experience it before you, know, you can point, even understand it. This point that you make that you, that it was always there and it was always there really, you just needed to tap into it. You know, we're actually doing some uh, a campaign now that consciousness is all that there is, you know? So in that inner consciousness and not only inside, but it's, it's, it's there. And what happened with your learning the technique is that we open up to it. It's like mm -hmm. we become ourself. A lot of people become, uh, realize you know or, or a lot of people are not really realized they don't know what they are where do i belong in the universe and with this we become ourselves, you know in in a, in a natural way now um i wanted to ask you about if you remember the first day if not i'll refresh you on it the very first day that you learned you were um surprised and you were expecting more of a sedative effect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and you realized, I think that the relaxation was there, there's the sedative, but you were energized as well. Right, absolutely. And it's a quality energy. It's not like, you know, you, the caffeine drag energy. It's a, it, it, I think it's, it's, there's so much just clutter in our minds. And I think the more, that we're stressed and distracted, the more we think going to that, those quick fixes that that quick dopamine response is what our body's craving. And really what it's craving is quiet peace to defragment everything and just get everything kind of more efficiently firing. That's how I envision what's happening when I reflect afterwards, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. what's what's going on in there that you know i'm i'm dusting off these old channels and redoing things somewhat more efficient kind of like how computer people talk about ma maintaining and defragmenting your hard drive so your computer runs quieter and more efficiently i, I think that really has a place in our minds and in and TM is, is, has been that for me. Wow. And, you know, the other thing that, that, that we've talked about and mentioned is, is that that part of it is there's no, there's no 12 steps and there's no, um, I have to put a list in or do focus on something. And there has to be a goal to every session. The beauty of it is, is that it's, you're just open to it and your body knows that's what I, has fascinated me and that I've really put my trust into that, into the process, but my body knows what I need at that moment and coming out, it's almost, you feel like that's what I, that's what I needed, you know, and I would have yeah. never been able to articulate that prior to going into, you know, a meditation, but that's the hardest part is turning off and just trusting in the process and not overanalyzing in the process and letting Beautiful. these things that we just don't understand just take over and 
it's a letting go. It's, it's really, and, and, and that's, I think that's what it, to me, more of it is, is just letting go in that time um, and be more and more comfortable letting go and not trying to analyze. The- yeah, you know, and, and that's why you and I met today. And for those who are new meditators or don't know about it, we give tune-ups. I'm his teacher. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so we give a little tune-up just so that we can um, be easier and, and uh, yeah, just give ourselves over to the process, which is effortless. The process is completely effortless. Right. And, um, and those are the reminders that are wonderful because again, we always want to control something. You know, I think that's just our, our, our innate, you know, survival mechanism is, and, and when we go in for these tune-ups, it's, it's wonderful that it's always brought back to the basics, you know, and, yeah. and because people are saying, well, if it's so simple, why do you need a mentor? And I'm like, well, because, you know, it, it's a gift that you can really mess up if you, start to take control of it. Um, so yeah, you have perfect. to constantly be grounded um, and reminded of the basics. And it is that simple. And yes, it's going to be that simple. And you're not overthinking and, you know. Yeah. Yes. No, that's right. And you're right that, that a little bit of effort can slip in. And so really all that we do as, as mm-hmm. your teacher is um, we just kind of smooth that out. You know, it's like with a car, you know, it's like, well, why do you have to go in and get an oil change? Well, <laughs> because it builds up, you know, right. so you get the oil change and you're good. So, um, no, but I think that that's a beautiful point that your body knows what you need. And this mm-hmm. from a physician. So that has very, very deep meaning to you. Yeah. The body knows what you need. And when you transcend during transcendental meditation, it begins giving you more of what you need. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that, that is a, a beautiful point. Um, now, do you, in your, in your position, do you have to deal with COVID a lot? Do you not have to, because lungs, you know, that's, a, uh, are you a... Uh, uh, yes, so it's, you know, we, I run the car, our COVID um, response team for the community as well as run our COVID unit here at the hospital. Good for you. Wow. So there's huge thanks from the whole public to, you know, for for you heroes. And by the way, you're part of a program called Heal the Healers Now, because we want to to bring this healing to you. And I think you've explained beautifully how this is a mechanism that does that. Just Mm -hmm. this, give this person this, we call it, it's like watering the root of a plant. You know, you don't have to know anything about plants right <laughs> just, yeah. just water it and just in the right amount which is part of what your teacher provides you and then we get uh and the body takes what it wants and um so that's beautiful that you've uh, dealt with it so much and it must be part of any i guess any of us you know we look at our patients and you do recommend it to your patients mm-hmm. and uh we just look at anyone and we say here's a simple thing that you can do and it just enriches, it's, it seems exaggerated, but enriches every part of your life, your relationships, uh, your performance, your job performance. A lot of times, I mean, you're already chief of staff. I don't know if there's a higher place you could go, but a lot of times people's uh, profession takes off even more, you know? So, um, mm-hmm. 
Now, you were calm like the day after I taught you, and you said there was a surprising crisis that broke out. Mm -hmm. And even from that first day, you were surprised. You always looked calm and acted calm in those situations. (laughs) But then you were calm. Right. Yeah. Can you tell us about that one? Well, and it's, it, it just, you know, I kind of just, as things were getting chaotic and ramping up in my mind, I kind of just turned everything within and just said, just, you know, go from the beginning, go from the, you know, assess the situation and things slow down. And it's hard to explain that. I mean, I have, um, OCD and anxiety. And so for my mind, triggers can just get things so revved up and spinning so fast. And that's part of the problem is, is that you're just getting bombarded with a lot of stimulation that you can't make sense of. And that just drives the anxiety worse. But with TM, it has the opposite effect. Things slow down. They slow down to a point where you can calmly get through things. And it doesn't trigger that adrenaline response. And you're not revving up all of your other heart rate, blood pressure, breathing rate, you're just in the moment and assessing the moment and still making all of those decisions properly, but it's not having that taxing toll on your body. But I think it also has a a calming effect on those around you because you can look calm, but if you project calm, I think that is contagious and, you know, in very stressful situations when a patient's life is at, at stake, I think the calmer we all can be, the clearer we can think and get through that process. Um, and also you just can't live at that level of adrenaline for all the time. It will burn you out. And so that's where Beautiful. I do more now than I did when the pandemic started, but at nowhere near the toll on my body. Cause I think just Beautiful. that, that slowing down mental picture. I mean, our brain is very selfish. It eats a lot of glucose. So when that brain is spinning, it's consuming and um, you got to provide that energy. And if you don't, the body suffers. And so if you can slow that brain down and not make it so thinky, um, you know, then you're not, driving all of that extra nutrition and it can be used for other things, you know. Um, Beautiful. Wow. What a, what a great description. And, and we talk a lot and people relate to it, that this affects the brain and it affects even, you know, the stress in the brain so that we are calmer so that uh, the prefrontal cortex is activated because it shuts down under stress, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so a physician even under so much stress, then there could be a reactive stage, you know, you're still doing the right things, but why not be a wor- alert and awake inside? Right. It's a, it's, yeah. Well, you've made beautiful points. You know what? I'm, I didn't uh, start this for this reason, but I'm going to send this off to the David Lynch Foundation. <laughs> I think this is one of the ones that we want to show to our Heal the Healers Now hospitals. So it's beautiful. And, um, just in in summary, would you just give us kind of your your vision of what TM can do for 
people in the in the healer community i think um you know it gives you know we as healers we tend to look at ourselves last and um for many reasons i think we put this as a badge or whatnot but you know the the reality is is that we really have to take care of ourselves first um and you know it it, it starts and ends with us and and and, and you know with with the transcendental meditation, it, it it reaffirms a lot of things um, inside. And again, it's one of those points that it's just so hard to articulate. But it's more of just you know, do you have? It's kind of one of those things. Really, owe it to yourself to at least try it um, and see where it takes you. Um, and I can say that no matter what your thoughts and feelings are going into it, they will not be the same um, even after your first session. Um, and then that I can guarantee. And, you know, we don't talk about it much, but I know that there's, um, you know, everyone has a different meaning for spirituality. Um, you know, for some people, it is, a re- it is their religion. For others, um, like myself, it's beyond that. And, um, but TM does not conflict in any way with religious views or spiritual views it's it's it may give you the flavor that there's a religion to it but it's not a religion it's not a a cult thing anything like that it's a spiritual thing but it's an inward spiritual thing and and i think if you use the word that way you know it's an inward turning into your own soul and spirit however you want to define that but it has nothing to do with with a standard traditional religion, nor will it conflict with any belief systems that you may have. And, and, and I see that as a barrier for some people, and it's an unfortunate barrier, but it should be something that is not, should not be a barrier. You should not worry about that aspect beautiful. of it. Beautiful. Yeah. And, and that was, you know, you, you're in a beautiful community and um, there are a lot of people who are religious in that uh, hospital and in the community and they should hear this reassurance this is not uh, a religious practice so you said a few times that you had trouble putting this into words but I'll tell you what you did a beautiful job so we, we really really thank you so the book is End Anxiety and I'm the author James Mead so we'll see you and enjoy the rest of your life Thank you for listening to the End Anxiety Podcast with James Mead and friends. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope we were able to help you or help you to help a loved one who is struggling to cope with anxiety and stress during these very difficult times. Although the Transcendental Meditation Program has helped many people across the globe cope with anxiety and depression, this podcast does not claim to dispense professional medical advice. If you think you are experiencing a mental health crisis, we strongly urge you to consult with a healthcare professional. The End Anxiety Podcast is produced with the kind support of Scout Media and Select Book Publishers, with editing and audio production provided by Kenichi Sugihara. Our theme music, Looking Back, was written and performed by the group Paper Planes. If you like the content of this podcast, please... Subscribe on whatever platform that you use to get your podcasts. 
and please hit the like button to let them know that you approve of our work. Last but not least, End Anxiety, the book, is available wherever books or ebooks are sold. And it is full of even more useful information about anxiety and the benefits of transcendental meditation. My name is James Mead. Thanks again for listening. And tune in next week for another episode of the End Anxiety Podcast.